Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Mythological. I'm your host, Isaac Payne, and today we will be talking about Tahuti, the god of knowledge. If you could, before we get into the episode, go leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music. And while you're there at Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a review. Here we go. It's not easy being Rod's tongue. Tahuti could attest to that. Others interpreted his words as the sun god's wishes alone, as though Tahuti were but an instrument. The truth was, Tahuti, Ra, couldn't make it through the day. Tahuti stood at the prow of the boatman jet as it crossed the sky, while Ra went from being a newborn, hardly bigger than a scarab, hatching from dung, to a young, strong, and bold as a falcon, to an old man the wind could toss. So Tahuti's responsibility for guiding the boat expanded as the daylight shrank. Oh, Tahuti wasn't alone in that job. Ma'at, the spirit of cosmic balance, and a child of Ra, also rode in the boat. Though the goddess Ma'at was only an idea, she supported Tahuti in tasks. Tahuti loved Ma'at as his partner, and in a sense, they were wed. Others sometimes entered the boat, gods, animals, but as passengers along for the ride. In evening, Ma'at shared a dreadful task with Tahuti. That's when the old man Ra traveled the twelve caverns of the underworld Duat, and the boat Meseket. Going now from west to east, hungry serpentine monsters infested the waters, and the old man Ra was too old in body and heart to conquer them. Ma'at spied the monsters. Tahuti veered around them. But every night they reached the ninth cavern, a pep attacked. Apep was the worst creature imaginable. Without eyes, ears, nor a nose, nothing scared this nearly insentient demon. Tahuti fought Apep until Apep sprayed poison into Ra's eyes. Then Tahuti wiped Ra's eyes clear so he could spear Apep. Through his iron scales into the pitiless heart, the monster's blood then sprouted up and up and colored the sky rosy. The backdrop for Ra's appearance is a newborn dawn. Tahuti sang his victory, like baboons sing at the rising sun. Sometimes he got so carried away, he took baboon form himself. The god set claimed it was he who fought Apep, each night, the lyre, the vanquishing of darkness, the coming of light, all that depended on Tahuti. And it wasn't just the day's cycle that Tahuti ensured. He made the year's cycle work. It was Tahuti. Always Tahuti who solved the problem. When Set ripped Usir into 14 pieces, and as I could only find 13, Tahuti whispered to her. Then he protected Hirusa Aset, who fought against Set for 80 years. Tahuti maintained the power balance. If one gravelly injured the other, Tahuti's words healed the underdog. Once Tahuti recovered all but a small fraction of the eyes Set had gouged out of Hirusa Aset. And once he brought fatally wounded Herusa Aset back to life, Tahuti restored order. That was the bottom line. He honored Ma'at. Tahuti was god of wisdom. In his wisdom, he gave people words. To philosophize and pray. He gave them hieroglyphs to record when, where, why. To calculate the layout of the heavens, the stars, the earth, and all within. And to understand astronomy, he helped them look around objectively. So they could know, not just imagine. He gave them science. One might conclude to Huddy 
was the most important god. For isn't wisdom one of the most important virtues? And if one did, Tahadi might agree. But he would never say it. He was far too wise. That's going to wrap up today's video of Mythological. I also want to give a big shout out to the National Geographic Guide to Egyptian Mythology. I definitely use their book a lot to help me study for these things. So, big thank you to the people who wrote this book, National Geographic. Bye.